0: Chapter 30, The Economics of Enough, commences with a quote by Richard Foster. Simplicity enables us to live lives of integrity in the face of the terrible realities of our global village. I'd heard about him, I can't remember exactly where or when, but the name David Busso certainly rang a bell. Maybe I had just seen his surname somewhere and wondered how to pronounce it bussao busso 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 my mind often played games like that it drives me nuts sometimes my mother had been searching for charitable causes in which to invest some of the blessings god had bestowed on our family one line of research had brought her to a sydney based group called opportunity international australia her detective like eye for detail honed from reviewing the financial statements and annual reports of scores of charities showed Opportunity International Australia to be a frugal, yet very effective team. Their work in microfinance projects in some of the world's poorest countries also caught her businesswoman's eye. A few phone calls and emails ascertained not only their legitimacy, but their almost unmatched experience in microfinance projects in Asia. To our surprise, these preliminary discussions led to the founder of Opportunity International Australia, coming to stay the night to tell us more of their work. His name? David Busso. By the way, Busso it is. He has been recognised for the wonderful work he has done in the international development sector, chosen by The Bulletin magazine as one of Australia's ten most creative minds, awarded the Order of Australia for services to international development, named the Erst and Young Entrepreneur of the Year and Senior Australian of the Year in 2008. He also featured on ABC's Australian story, Champion of the World, telling how David, an abandoned child who grew up in a New Zealand orphanage with limited education, went on to become a successful entrepreneur, operating a multi-million dollar construction business. And if that's not enough, the World Bank has suggested that by 2020, global poverty could be reduced by 10% due to the efforts of David's beloved Opportunity International. Wow. Wow. Notwithstanding all these accolades, none of which David mentioned when we met, we were actually most intrigued by a simple term that he introduced to us. He called it the economics of enough. David launched his business career at the age of 15 with a rented hot dog stand. Twenty years later, and with numerous successful businesses to his credit, he retired because he had come to understand the economics of enough. In a nutshell, successful business people, highly paid executives, serial entrepreneurs and any other Christians who have a knack for acquiring significant assets, all need to make a choice at some stage in life. And it is this. Will I continue to amass increasing mountains of assets, maybe even at the expense of my health, my conscience, my family or even my eternal life? Or will I come to the realisation that I already have enough? and could actually do a lot of good using my God-given time, skills and assets, helping people in need? Or, in shorthand, what real use will another million be, considering the millions I already have? David decided that he had enough at 35. So he closed shop and took his family north to Darwin to help families affected by the recent Cyclone Tracy. The next stop was Bali, Indonesia, to oversee an earthquake recovery program. During his time in Indonesia, David gave a $50 loan to a struggling farmer who wanted to buy a sewing machine to start a tailoring business. Little did David realise that this was to be the first of many loans now operated by a network of microfinance projects assisting 3.7 million people in 25 countries. Opportunity International had been born. David's decision in his mid-30s was probably seen as fiscal lunacy by some of his peers. To drop out of the capitalist gig at such a young age seemed absurd. But David had made enough to survive on, for life. And what seemed absurd to him was the very thought of spending the rest of his days stressing over building bigger barns and businesses just to get more and more assets. David describes his decision as a move from success to significance. That's powerful. Would you like that for your life? Significance? That's a pretty decent goal. Has God blessed you with enough resources to live the rest of your life, albeit frugally, without drawing a wage? Could you survive off the earnings from your assets, your passive income? Or maybe you could comfortably cut back to a 20-hour work week and use the time saved to help others, to make the world a better place. Or, as was a major part of my own decision, you might also want to spend a few quality years with your children before they move on to establish their own lives. The author of Proverbs tells us that it is better to have a handful with contentment than great riches and no sleep. He also gives us some timeless wisdom about the economics of enough in Proverbs 23 verse 4. Do not overwork to be rich. Because of your own understanding, cease. He must have been a soulmate of David Basso. Not surprisingly, Jesus also had some urgent words to say on the economics of enough. In Luke chapter 12, verse 15, we read, Watch out! Be on your guard against all kinds of greed. Life does not consist in an abundance of possessions. What are your financial and career goals? Are they more about success or significance?